I want to dedicate this week's podcast in memory of Effie Gordon, who was tragically murdered while visiting his relatives in Baltimore. May his neshama have an aliyah. One thing that his relatives said after this senseless tragedy was that Effie asked if it was safe to walk around with his kippah in Baltimore. He was proud to be a Jew, and he wanted to express it. I remember growing up listening to the Kazama Jew song by Country Yussi. And the chorus is, Because the Torah tells me to, I do that too. I do the strangest things a man could ever do, because I'm a Jew. It lists things such as wearing a kippah, burying gefiltefish and chrein, and shaking a lulav, among others, which may look strange to outsiders, but we do it anyway. Why? Because the Torah tells us to. Does that make us abnormal people? I always enjoy listening to one of our hometown scholars, Rabbi Sacher Friend. Rabbi Friend has a weekly chumashir that's very popular as he brings timely issues and he relates them to the parsha. In one of his shirim, Rabbi Friend recalled listening to a piece on NPR, which is National Public Radio, about the differences between Tel Aviv and Yerushalayim. So I don't want to take the time to recount the specifics, but to make a long story short, NPR painted Tel Aviv as a normal city, whereas Yerushalayim was painted as an abnormal city. The thrust of the premise was that Tel Aviv was normal because you can listen to rap music and feel like you're in downtown Baltimore, or you can enjoy the beautiful beach-like atmosphere and you can feel like you're in Miami when you're really in Tel Aviv. Whereas in Yerushalayim, you'll feel like you're an outdated, in some sort of outdated city that refuses to modernize and get with a program, so to speak. It goes on to say how you'll see families rushing around wearing old-fashioned traditional garb. And as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, this feeling and observation is usually made by those who feel that the Torah is an antiquated book and requires amendments in order to keep up with the times. However, Torah-observant Jews know that what makes Yerushalayim unique is the fact that things don't seem normal. Rabbi Fran recounts a story where Rav Mordechai Gifter observed the Panovich Rav going over to a tree and kissing it and wishing the tree a good Shabbos. To a secular observer, this behavior would seem abnormal and deserving probably of a visit to a therapist. But one who understands the context would understand the beauty of witnessing the Panovich Rav kissing the tree and wishing it good Shabbos. When the Panovich Rav was kissing the tree, it was during the Shemitah year. And Shemitah is one of the ultimate tests of our faith in Hashem. Not working the land and having faith that Hashem will provide is something that only holy people can attain an appreciation for. When an apple or an esro grows and continues to produce, it's a reason to celebrate. We're celebrating that things are not normal, and that's certainly a reason to kiss the tree. So Parshas Bahar deals with Shemitah. There is a Pasuk that's fascinating to me, <clears throat> which says in Pasuk Chof, Perak Chof Hey, V'chi somru manochal If you're going to say, what are we going to eat in the seventh year? Then, hein lo nisra Behold, we're not going to sow, and we're not going to gather of our crops, and it goes on to tell us what we do during Shemitah. So, the Orachim points out that it seems that if a person does not make this declaration of what will we eat, he's not going to receive the blessings that are associated with Shemitah. 
So the Archaim provides two different implications of the question, what will we eat? Number one is obvious and more on the emotional side, and that is, it's essential for our survival to continue planting. And that's what we, that's why we're asking the question. Number two is a more of a practical question, and that is, what practically should we be, should we be eating if we're not planting? So the Torah is telling us that of course you'll receive the blessings, especially if you frame it in the second manner, which is more out of practicality as opposed to a conditional response. It's saying, yes, it seems a little strange, like one of the things in the Country Yossi song. A conditional response would be something like, I'm only going to stop working the land if you promise me that we'll have provisions. But that's not what Hashem is looking for. So I really like this approach of the Archaim because it speaks to who we are as authentic Jews. Jews who are not looking to make things normal, which in this day and age can be translated as what's easiest for me. I need to be liberated from rules and restrictions. Normal for Torah Jews should in fact mean that when things seem abnormal, that's exactly when things are normal. May we continue to do things because the Torah tells us to. Have a good Shabbos.